This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Morning. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Her Vantage, and this is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. Now, have you been imagining what you'll be doing in your 80s? Well, at 86, Mohana Gill is still active in the writing industry, contributing to Malaysian children's and cooking books, and she has published more than 10 books. I'll name some of them Fruitastic, Vegemania, Flourlicious, and Haley's Vegemania Garden are all her works. She's also an award winning author that's being recognized as a picture of health and energy. So I'm here with Mohana Gill. I want to know what keeps so going. Good morning, Mohana. Good morning, Frida. Uh, what's really amazing is that you started uh, your writing career at 70. That's correct. Right? Where most people are thinking of winding down, you start, right? But before that, what, what were you doing prior? I'm basically, uh, from the time I graduated, I was in university teaching. So that is my profession. So I taught at the University of Rangoon from where I graduated. I'm from Myanmar. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I studied in England and I studied in Canada, went back to the University of Rangoon to to teach. But in the 60s, there was a lot of political turmoil yeah. in Myanmar and my family one by one decided that it would be best if we could find jobs outside of uh, Myanmar. So I was at that time just completing my MBA from uh, Canada. And I've got to tell you this, Frida, at the time when I did my MBA, 1960-something, it was a male domain. It was, women were not there. I was the only girl in a class of 250 boys in Canada. Wow. Yeah. And the boys were like a little bit older mm. because they graduated and they worked for one or two years and then went back to grad school. Right. So it was like one of those very prestigious kind of, uh, of a thing. So when I completed my degree, I applied for and got a job to work in Singapore. Okay. So I came to Singapore and worked in the Singapore Polytechnic right. as a lecturer in management studies and then, you know, after a few years, then I applied for and got a job to work in the University of Malaya. So I came to Malaysia at, uh, towards the end of 1966 right. to work at the university. Uh, 67, I met my the love of my life, <laughs> my husband, and we got married in 67, and I decided to quit. I wanted to be a full-time mom. Right. Yes. Okay, so this is your history. And it's so interesting. You were doing a master's in the 60s. A woman doing a master's in the 60s at that time. And even now, sadly, a lot of women don't even have a graduate degree, right, to speak of. And, of course, growing up in Myanmar, and you were saying political turmoil, still 50 years on, still, still a political yes, turmoil, right? Yes. That's so, so sad. So, But what inspired you to start writing at 70 then? You know, I at 70... All my children had graduated. One of them was already married. And I had, although I had enough to do in the house, but I felt like something was missing. Mm. I needed to do a little bit more. Sometimes I think, Frida, I needed to find Mohana Gill. Okay. Because I have always been Mrs. Gill and very happy to be Mrs. Gill or mom to my three boys. Grandma. You know, grandma. And um, nobody knows me as Mohana. Okay. My name is Rose. Everybody calls me Rose, Auntie Rose. Okay. So when then I thought, you know, I needed to do something. And at that time, people, my husband got involved in anti-aging and everybody started thinking about And we were getting in our 70s. And, you know, we all like to cook. 
Okay. All moms. So they say, why don't you write a cookbook? Why don't you write a cookbook? And I was thinking and I looked through and I did a little bit of research. So boring. So many cookbooks of every genre, every cuisine you mm. can think of. But in our house, we were always known as a family of fruits. We eat, my husband eats a lot of fruits. So people used to say, you come to the guilds and you have a fruitful visit. Okay. <laughs> so then I started to think and I thought, maybe I might do something a little bit different. Right. And I also then at that time with my husband went to attend an anti-aging conference in Las Vegas. Browsing through the foyer, I looked at all the things that they were selling for anti-aging. 70% was to make you look better. Right. Creams, lotions, Botox, everything to do to make yourself mm. look pretty. And the other part was it, supplements, mm. pills, pills for every single thing. Then I said, then I thought to myself, what happened to the real food? Right. What about the real food? Then I thought that's how the seed of Frutastic right. was conceived. Then I came back and I did a little bit more research and I found that there are not many books written on fruit. True. And um, then I also wanted to be a little bit different, not only a cookbook. So it's, it's like a, a dictionary. The first part of it talks about the fruit, which country it originated from, a little bit about the nutritional value of the fruit. And the second part of the book are all the recipes. Mm. So I can cook you a meal, a fantastic dinner or lunch with only using fruits, a four-course meal only using fruits. So this was something before the cookbook you already have been yes. doing? Yes, yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How long did it take you to you know, develop the book, that, the first one? From you know, from con from conception to delivery, I would think six to eight months. But you know, I thought I was so smart. I want to write a book. I can write a book, and therefore I started. And my son said to me, "Mom, you can't do that. And you really have got to get somebody on board to help you." So then we got somebody on board, and then that's how we all started. Okay. Yeah. So and of course you have your veggie mania and your flourlicious as well. That's correct. So with the flourlicious, uh, it's 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 flowers that are grown here in Malaysia? Yes, we, we try to emphasize a lot of the punga kantan and then the blue pea flower and the banana blossom. A few other flowers, but basically Malaysian. Yes. Right, okay. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the other series, which is your Haley's Vegemania Garden. What transpired for you to start that series? You know, after I wrote Frutastic and Vegemania, because it got best in the world, etc., etc., so the moms came to me one day and said, you know, Mrs. Gill, what do we do? Because our children don't eat fruit and vegetables. Then I started to think, and I thought, yes, we need to address that part of the most important part, our children, our future. Mm. And at that time, my little granddaughter was born. So then I thought, okay, I'll write. So I wrote two books, sort of like a sequel to my Vegemania and sequel to the Frutastic and called it Haley's Vegemania Garden and Haley's Frutastic Garden. A little story about a little girl, how she discovers the different kinds of fruits and vegetables. And I just wrote it, but I was very lucky that 
both those books got best in the world awards. Hmm. Then I sat down and I started to think, yes, I'm on the right path. Right. And, and I felt that that was my area of concentration and that is what I really wanted to do. Okay. Children, yes. Right. So then that sort of moved into that area. Yeah. Ah. And then I did all that Haley's Happylicious series, about 20 books now. You know? Right. And that would be what, one a year kind of thing or two even in a year? Yeah. When I did the series of uh, Haley's Happylicious series, a book of eight year, eight books, mm. we did all together almost. Right. You know? Yeah. And Haley's yeah. all of 16 now. Now she's all of 16, <laughs> yes. yes. So she's got a book dedicated to her. We'll talk about, um, you know, what what keeps it going, what else you've got. Uh, and of course, you wrote a book about uh, Myanmar cuisine in just a moment. I'm here with Mohana Gill. Stay tuned to Her Vantage, BFM 89.9. Funk Mixtapes BFM 89.9 The Business Station Morning. This is Ria Liu. If you've just joined us, I'm here with Mohana Gill. She says people call her Rose. Uh, she's all 86 and she's got all the energy. And she first started uh, her first book uh, when she was in her 70s. And now she's got a series of books. She's got Fruitastic Vegemania, Flourlicious, and Haley's Vegemania Garden, which is dedicated to her granddaughter. Started when she was just born. She's now 16. And you're still continuing with that series. I am, yes. Right. Because I, I, I still feel that. Children are the most important people in the world. They are our future. And I think I always say that it is easier to build strong children rather than repair broken men. Right. So I think if we start teaching our children or talking to them about healthy food, doesn't you don't have to be pedantic about it. Mm. You know, and you don't have to go into details. But I mean, I think cooking together, eating together, and sitting down and talking about the food. Right. Having fun in the Having process. Having fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. And you know, Rita, when you look back, today if you ask a child, where does your pineapple come from? What is he going to say? Supermarket. Because he does not know. Right. So these books show the children how these fruits and vegetables are grown, what the little nutritional value is. And they're fun recipes in the ah. books. All the books have got very, very simple, easy recipes. So maybe if you are six and seven, you right. might even be able to do it by yourself. But it is. it was also written with the idea that the mums and perhaps the dads as well will go into the kitchen with the children, Good. cook together. You know, children feel, even if you ask a two or three-year-old child to bring a tomato for you, mm. which you cut and put in your salad, he feels that he, has, he, he or has she con has contributed. contributed. And that is so important. Right. So when they contribute, they will eat. Hmm. Okay. And so like with all these recipe ideas, and this was just something that you've developed like over the years and all that. You know, uh, Frida, that's not entirely true because really recipes, there's no such thing as an original recipe. Mm. There are recipes all over, right? So you look at various recipes and you chop and change, you mix and match, and then you do it to to, mm. to, to, to to according to what you like. So that's how the recipes are developed, you know? Right. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? No, too many. For children, I think that what they really enjoy is the 
Watermelon pizza. Watermelon pizza. Yeah. Okay. See, instead of the base of the pizza, we use the watermelon. Okay. And then on top of that, then the children sprinkle whatever they want, nuts, and and then they cut it and eat it like a... Like, like a, a pizza. Like a pizza. Yeah. It's in the triangle. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, and it looked like I, I make this. I do this, correct, right? I put all the uh, sprinkles on it and I put the gula malaka on it. We make it a little bit Malaysian and add a little bit of coconut. You can do whatever you want to do, you know? Right. And it, so, when when we, I, do, I did and still do a lot of demonstrations with children. So, this is one of the favorites that the children like to do. It's a pizza. You just give them the base and say, okay, yeah, guys. Here you are. You you do the way you want to do to and decorate it the way you want to decorate it. You know. Okay. Are you going uh, coming up with like a YouTube series or have you done that already? Well, you know, we we have what we call a happylicious corner. Mm. So there we have a we used to have a, a YouTube series where we had little demonstrations. But I'm not very good with social media. I'm not very clever with that, you know. Someone so, can do it for you. Yeah, you I, I'm sure. You just have to appear in front and share the stories and yes. enthusiasm. So now I feel at this stage in my life mm. that I think that I have done enough mm. writing. What I want to do, I want to do the practical side of the writing, mm. to be able to use these recipes with children or with other people, even like the the picture. Yes. Yeah, those people. You the know, picture and, eats, yeah. Yeah, and eat with them and, and share with them different kinds of recipes. And I want the children to get involved. Mm. I want the children to get involved. Okay. Now, I, I wanted to find out as well because, you know, you say you, you're actually from Myanmar, right? Uh, and you came out with a book. That will be a little bit different. The Myanmar Cuisine, Culture and Customs. Um, was that book different? That is completely different because that is the story of my childhood, so so to speak. Right. So I went back to Myanmar and went to seven different districts. And then we, we took pictures from there. So it is a food that I grew up with. Mm. And also you remember that the last 50, 60 years, people don't know, didn't know mm. very much about Myanmar. Mm. So I wanted to write a little bit about the culture, mm. the cuisine and the customs to introduce people, not only the cuisine of Myanmar, but the people of Myanmar. Right. So that was a uh, an interesting book for me and of course that book won the best Asian cuisine book mm. in the world which was great because mm. uh, you know we had a book launch in Myanmar as well and uh, it was received quite well by uh, a lot right, of people right. yes. and, and you're saying that you still not direct family but you still have family there well, I've got lots community. of hardly a family anymore, but right. lots of acquaintances. And don't forget, I taught in the university. Ah. So I have a lot of my students who are now seniors or who, were, who went into government. Right. So when I went back, then, you know, we sort of caught up with it's them. It's a lovely reunion. Yes. And the Burmese are very, very friendly people. They're yeah. extremely hospitable. You go back and they say, oh, they call you mama. Mama means Elder sister. Right. So Mama Rose is back. And so, you know, we had a gather gatheration and we talked about old times. So it was like a, a, a fun trip. Mm. You know, like in, in that book feature, right? Because uh, so you would feature mostly Myanmarese cuisine. Like, and of course, do you uh, 
growing up, you would also be eating Punjabi food, obviously. So it's a a combo of that. Yeah. So actually, Myanmar cuisine is sort of a combination, a little bit of Indian, a little bit of Thai, a little bit of everything. So at home, basically, we would eat Indian cuisine, but also use a lot of uh, Myanmar dishes. But it's funny, when you leave the country and you go out, then you want to eat more of, <laughs> you know, of those Malaysians. So even today at home, I, some people will say, can you cook us a Burmese meal? And I say, of course. So we have a, you know, a dinner or lunch with, with Myanmar cuisine, which is a little bit different from right. the other cuisine. Right. And I'm sure like when, you know, the, the we have also sort of adjusted a little bit right here as well in Malaysia, adopting some of the, the local cuisine as well, right? So you've won, you know, uh, you've been recognised with various awards, uh, the Goman Special Award, the Jew, the Gaman Award for the best and also the best Asian cookbook. Did you, you know, was that a goal? Uh, is there another goal that you want to go for or did that just sort of happen uh, magically? I think when you when I was writing, I never thought about awards and I never thought. In fact, when I wrote my first book or when I was writing my first book, my children would say, Mom, who's going to read your book? Who's going to buy your books? <laughs> But my husband is very supportive, and he said, let her write. And if nobody buys it, let her give it away to her friends and her relatives, and that is fine, you know. <laughs> so I never, you know, in, in right. my mind ever thought that something like that right. would, would happen. So it was accidental or whatever you might want to, to call it. Right. Fated, yeah. fated, right? Yes. And so where can people get your books right now? Is it major bookstores in Malaysia? Well, at the moment, we've got very big problems because MPH, all my books were published by MPH. Mm-hmm. And because MPH has, you know, they've cut down and they... So actually, at the moment, the only place you can buy my books is with me. Right. Can yeah. they get it online, though? Uh I have a phone number. If somebody calls me, okay. then we can package it and we can send it okay. and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so not but, so much online. Yeah, but yet. you know, Rita, the, the market for books is very, very small. People right. don't uh, don't really buy many books, and especially this period of COVID, you mm. know, priorities have been completely different. So, mm. so at this point in time, I'm very happy to give books away. Right, okay. Because I want a, a resting place for my books, you know, Right. rather right. than in, in, sitting in my house. Okay. What is the, the future plan? What's the next book? Uh, is it the Haley, part of the Haley series again? You know, uh, after I did that eight books for Haley, my little grandson was born. So when his name is Ari. So when he's about four years old, he was looking through the books and he doesn't call me grandma. He calls me mum. Okay. And he said to me, he said, mum, how come you wrote a book for Haley and you didn't write for me? So then I wrote uh, Haley's Fantastic Garden and introduced Ari as one of the characters. Right. So all the future books has got Ari. Then I have also written a book on uh, uh, Haley's awesome Malaysian animals uh. because I thought the children must know a little bit about our animals right. you know, the tapir the tiger and so on and so forth so that's a nice little story as well okay. and my latest book I did uh, is called uh, Haley's Flowerlicious Malaysia mm. 
we are having next week, the 38th World Congress of IBBY, MBBY in Malaysia. So I wrote this book specially as a gift to MBBY to be given to the delegates. Mm. So again, it's about Haley and Ari, and they go to Putrajaya, and they, they learn all, not only, they, in fact, they come to my house and learn about the Malaysian uh, flowers and right. how to use them. And they're delighted with the colors, you know, how the color changes from purple and you yeah. add a little bit of lime and it becomes pink and yeah. that kind of thing. So it's quite a nice little book. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, uh, all the best. And I love your energy. You know, says 886, you're an inspiration for, for me. That's for sure. I've been speaking to Mohana Gill and you've been listening to Her Vantage. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.